Today on Remy's Roundtable, the crew welcomes back to the program from 96.9 The Game Mr. Brandon Kravitz. And, we the crew got a very special message from the one the only, Roger Rabbit. So stick around don't go anywhere, you are now listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Enjoy. That's right, guys. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Uh, today, guys, we are, we're going to do your original your segments for today. Uh, we have a good program. We got your news. We have uh, your upcoming current events. Uh, Joey's going to finish out the program with You Got Beef with Joey. Uh, we'll be joined by the one only from 96.9 The Game, Mr. Brandon Kravitz. He's going to be giving us some sports updates because we love sports. I love sports. So let's see what's going on. Welcome everybody, my name is Remy and always with me is my dangerous co-host, the Joy Mazant. It is very good to be back, fam. And our baking guru, Ms. Mandy Wilcox. Hello. What's going on, guys? Mm. What isn't going on? Dude, it's, we're, we're finally, as a whole, I like to think <clears throat> we're kind of returning to some normalcy. Yeah. We're getting I mean, there. we're getting there. I still see masks and it is what it is, but little things like all the bars are reopened. But masks are important because if you notice, the more people who are wearing masks regularly, mm-hmm. that's what is allowing us to open up. Mm-hmm. Like here's 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 my thing about masks, and I'm gonna say you know what? I'll save it for the beef. You wanna save it for the beef? Scratch it. it. It'll make sense then. Okay. All I'm gonna say is something's working. Things are getting better. Yeah. So we're just gonna on a positive note. Something's working. Things are getting better. And I'm, so. ha- I'm, I'm, and I'm happy that the bars are actually back open because mm-hmm. later, on t- later on tonight, I think my dad and I are going to go walk around the area for a little bit and maybe grab, nice. grab a couple of brews. Very cool, See man. See what happens, man. Very cool. So, anyways, uh, so something happened the other day. What happened? So, I witnessed a, I witnessed a car fire the other day on I-4. That's absurd. It was bad. Like, the whole I-4 was jammed from downtown to this area. And I'm like, what happened? Car, car got on fire. I'm like, that's not good. I saw that happen on the way to Miami one time. It scared the heck out of me. A truck just, yeah. you just, you see a truck on fire and you feel it. You're driving past blasting yes. air conditioning and you still feel the heat of that car. And it's just like, I, I, ugh. Anyway. So let's go and talk about theme parks. Let's talk about theme parks for a little bit. Joey, Good man, I saw, you, I saw your video. You went to Disney Springs I and did. you were, you were happy. You were getting <laughs> excited about buying this $70 jersey, yep. which, you know, which now you're like, I want to go there, I want to get it, but then it sold out. The, the, so, the Hades, Hades so what happened is they're doing something really cool at Disney. Um, Disney's very big about doing things retro. They love their retro fad. You know, in, in 2015, they brought back all the 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. In 2020, they brought back all the 90s stuff. And, and they're always, you know, I can even remember in um, 2011 for the 40th anniversary, they brought back all the 1971 stuff. Ooh. In 2017, they brought back the, the 35th anniversary of Epcot stuff. So, again, I love the nostalgia. And what they're doing is they're doing a thing called spirit jerseys. They're like long sleeve shirts, and they're cool. But I'm not a big fan of the spirit jersey look, but my favorite Disney villain is Hades. Hades. So they did a Hocus Pocus one. Mm-hmm. They did, I think, an Ursula one. They did a Hades one. They did some really, they're cool. So a buddy of mine hit me up and uh, he's like, Joey, uh, I know you're a Hades guy. I was just at, um, what's the, the, the Disney in style or whatever it is at Disney Springs. He's like, me and, me and my partner were just there yesterday. 
they got Hades. Oh, I gotta put that on mute. Too much money. He got money, money, money. He goes, um, he's like, we got. They got the Hades spirit jerseys in. If you want them, you gotta be there at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I said, okay. Oh, wow. So at 11:30, I roll out, and I'm like, I'm gonna be there at 10. I mean, this right. is gonna sell out. I get there at 11:45 noon. I'm walking in. I'm doing this huge tutorial about how I'm excited to get my Haiti spirit jersey and I walk in the store and I'm like hey I'm here for my Haiti spirit jersey she's like oh we sold out and I'm like it just the whole I'm it's like sold out cut and I just like stop the video and I'm like so right but I'm like I'm already at Disney Springs yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm already doing this this video right so if I'm doing the video and I'm looking out the corner of my eye and I saw the brew works there I saw the city, the city works. works and I'm like oh yeah I was like this was the place that me and uh, Remy and uh, JD went so I'm outside, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go have a beer. It's City Works, they got a great, so they have 88 beers on tap. I'm gonna go have a beer. Yeah. I walk inside, the girl that was there recognized me, the bartender said hi, I sit down, they had Orpheus, which is a sour beer, oh. so good. And as I'm leaving, I look and see they have a shirt that says, Beer Dork, <laughs> and, or Beer Nerd, or whatever it said. Beer Geek? Beer Geek, thank you, it said Beer Geek. And I go, I'm not leaving here without a shirt. Yeah. So I said, I'm buying the I'm shirt. It. And the girl held my camera up, and I'm like, I got the shirt. And the video ended up being really cool. So the video came out really successful. How, so, was, the, how was the beer? Oh, it was delicious, dude. Sour beers are my favorite. Woo! All right, well, let's go. Let's jump into some uh, theme park history. You guys ready for go this? Ahead. Let's see. 1962 NBC TV series Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color airs the Golden Horseshoe Review. And we, and we covered that because it was one of the. It was a trivia question. Yeah, the Golden and Horseshoe is actually horseshoe. a restaurant inside yeah. the Magic Kingdom now that nobody goes to. It's so bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> hashtag not hoopty doo review. <laughs> in, so. in 1971, the Dapper Dance performed their very first set at the Magic. Kingdom in Florida. Wow, and almost 50 years later, they're still there doing the yeah. game. And I, know, cool. I know a couple of singers in that. They're back. Yeah. Like they brought them back. The Dapper Dance are back mm -hmm. in the park, and I'm really happy. It's, awesome. You need a lot of entertainment. In 1980, <clears throat> Big Thunder Mountain attraction had a soft opening at the Magic Kingdom in Florida. So that was the grand opening year for what's, Big Thunder Mountain. What's crazy is that Space Mountain was built in 75. Yep. It's amazing to think that I always thought Space Mountain was a more sophisticated ride. It was in the dark, you know, it was mm -hmm. fast. It turns out Space Mountain uh, goes 26 miles an hour. Do you know how fast the Barnstormer goes, the 47-second Kitty Coaster in the back? Five miles per hour? 27 miles per hour. The Kitty Coaster... That's pretty fast. That is fast for a coaster. one mile an hour faster than Space Mountain. No kidding. Yeah. Really? How rad is that? A little bit of fun fact for you. Yeah. In 1984, Michael Michael Eisner and Frank Wells officially became chairman and president of Walt Disney Productions. <laughs> There's the money, money, money. Because <laughs> Michael Eisner owns like 55% of the Disney stuff. Yep. In 2001, Walt Disney One Man's Dream opened up on this day at Disney's really? MGM Studios. What used to be there? I thought that was always there. No. Okay, so one, Narnia was there. That little walkthrough studio tour. No, Narnia is... Well, that was, like a few, that was like a few years back, like 2004. No, 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 but I'm saying that was over by... By the Backlot Studio Tour. It was over there, but it was right next door to One Man's, uh, One Man's Dream. Interesting, because even before Narnia... No, after Narnia, it was a Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean. tribute. Okay, well, That was yep, awesome yep, yep. as heck. That was really cool. <laughs> In 2009, Modern Family airs on ABC on this day. Disney owns ABC, so why not for some theme park history? Um, what I love is the joke is you know you've made it as an ABC sitcom if they give you a Disney episode. 
That's anytime right. an ABC sitcom, you know, Full House goes to Disney, Family Matters goes to yeah. Disney, Fresh Fresh Bel Air goes Fresh, to Disney. They all, anytime an ABC sitcom does a "We're going to Disney" episode, Malcolm in the Middle goes to Disney. Yeah. That's how you know that Disney's that's like. That's so funny. I never thought about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always ABC. They're the only ones. ABC always sends their show. They do one show where they film at Disney. I am in the background of the Malcolm in the Middle episode. Nice. There's a scene where they had it all blocked off. Huh? Or outside where you would go in for, you'd put your ticket. They had it blocked off in green screen so that nobody would bother them. Whoa. And when they were in the park, I saw them. I'm flipping out. I saw, in the background, you'll see like fuzzy people. And you'll see one guy staring at his phone with an obviously bald head. That's me, but they have the background. <laughs> so you can see it's me. Like, Let's put some Mickey ears on his bald head real quick. <laughs> it's, you can tell it's me. It's really funny. And, and finally, in 2013, marks a milestone on the construction of the very popular attraction, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train in Fantasyland. I can't stand that ride. You don't like that ride, do you? I do not like that ride. I don't like that people will fight <laughs> tooth and claw to get on that ride, and then when they get off it, all I see is the disappointed faces. It's such a shame. Here's your, here's your fun fact of today. I'm going to drop it down, and I want to talk about that one. Serial Killer Cafe is a cafe in London where you can try over 120 types <laughs> of cereal That's right. and 30 types of milk for about 4 bucks per bowl. I want to do it. I'm Me too. I'm not going to do you on that. I'm down. I'm going to go out there. I love me some cereal. That's cool. White chocolate isn't te- isn't technically chocolate. Nope, it's not, but it is so delicious. What it, so, what is, so what is it? Tell us, Chef So what's white chocolate? Tell us, tell us. So I think it's just like the like milk fats is all it is. So that's why it's delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why it's so creamy. Oh. That's why you don't get like the snap that you get in chocolate that it's just kind of Oh yeah, like, just kind of like oh. Yeah. Do you remember, oh, do you remember the, the Hershey, what was it? The Hershey's bar where it was cookies and cream? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, I used to eat the absolute S out of that when I was in junior high school. Put that, put, that, put that in the blender, put it in the freezer, blend it up, throw in ice cream, you're good to go, man. That was my oh, memories. Okay. So it says here, it contains no cocoa solids or cocoa liqueur. I'd eat me some liquor. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, what else you got? <laughs> Here's your quote of today. Here's your quote of today. Joy, you turn around real quick. Look at Mandy talk to her for a little bit. Now if you now if you'll excuse me, I need to go take a shower so I can't tell if I'm crying or not. Who said that? I will R- say it again. R- now if you'll excuse me, I need to go take a shower so I can't tell if I'm crying or not. Oh, oh wait a minute, I know this one. Why did you say R. Kelly? Was he peeing in the shower, man? <laughs> no, I know this quote. It was from an episode of a show. Um, Will Arnett. Yeah. The, yes. Say it as Will Arnett. I am Batman. No, no, no. no. <laughs> cover the cover the name. <clears throat> cover the name so I can see. I want I want to see the quote, but not the name. Okay, well I can't really do that because I got thumbprint right there. Now if you right. excuse hold on, me, hold on, let me. I need to take a shower so I can't tell if I'm crying. No, or no, not. I'm gonna read it as I think that. Go ahead, say it. Now if you'll excuse me, I need to go take a shower so I can tell them crying. It's BoJack Horseman. BoJack Horseman. It's BoJack Horseman. <laughs> I knew it. I'm like trying to find the cadence. It is. It's my so, favorite cartoon. So I was trying to find some quotes, and I'm like, screw it. I'm gonna do some BoJack Horseman. Dude, it's Why my not? favorite cartoon in the world. I absolutely love that cartoon. It's brilliant. All right, man. It is time for Joey to take us to beer school. Joey, who's right. who's beer school brought to you by? Beer school, as always, is brought to you by the Crooked Can Brewing uh, in Winter Garden, Florida. We will be going back to see you again soon, uh, yes. Carl, so thank you. I promise. We will be coming back to see you again soon. Uh, things are looking good. So, um, jump across the uh, 
excuse me, the uh, United States, and we're gonna head over to California. Ayo, Sierra Nevada Brewing. That's all I can so, hear. Sierra Nevada, um, of course, beer for exploring freedom in the wild places, and so are the best beers you've ever had. After skiing the slopes, reaching the summit, setting up camp, crack one open to celebrate, scout our lineup for what you did next. And I did exactly that, Sierra Nevada. Um, one of my favorite beers that you guys produce, I absolutely adore it because everyone knows I love sour beer, is the Wild Little Thing Slightly Sour Ale. Uh, it's not bad. 5.5% alcohol by volume, so it's a fairly sessional beer. It's not bad. Um, seven on the bitter unit, um, uh, 180 calories, so needless to say, I won't be eating dinner tonight. <laughs> 16 grams of carbs, 1.6 grams of protein. Lord almighty, 16 grams of carbs. Mm, yeah. So, you know, okay. after I rock these, I will go home and jog my face off. Um, <laughs> the yeast is an ale yeast. Um, the guava, hibiscus, and strawberry oh, flavors is what you're tasting in the back of your mouth. Um, aside from that, what it says is this slightly sour, wild little thing has just the right smack of tartness for serious refreshment. While guava, hibiscus, and strawberry lend fruity, sweet depth and a bright pop of color. So thank you, Sierra Nevada. And as always, thank you, Crooked Can Brewing in Winter Garden, Florida. That's right, guys. You can find them over on West Plant Street in Winter Garden, Florida. If you guys want to check out their, be their beer menu, hit them up at crookedcan.com. Or if you guys want to check out their hours, give them a call at 407-395-9520. All right, Mandy, it is time for what? is in the kitchen with Mandy. What's going on? Oh man, what have we been doing? A lot. So, we have, oh, hit Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So, so continue, so what's in the kitchen? <laughs> so let's see, I was honored with being able to do not one, but two cakes for a beautiful family who just adopted a baby after eight months of fighting for her. Oh. So let's like, that was too much. That's here, sweet. here. Cheers. Yeah, to cheers to that. Mandy. That's yeah. beautiful. So I was blessed to do that. I also just got something to do a Nightmare Before Christmas cake. Oh my gosh. Birthday shoot. So How what, fun what is character? That? Which way are they going? Jack, so Sally, Oogie we're, Boogie? We're going Sally? Jack Skellington for okay. this cake. Ooh. They're sort of. Oh my gosh. Right? That's adorable. Right? I'll eat it. That's adorable. It's for a photo shoot just for her to make a mess out of. Cute. That's right. so cute. So, you know, and these are like longtime customers. They come back, you know, every so often. And so that is just like beyond words for me. That's, that was the funnest thing. Let me, unreal. let me ask you this, because in my line of work, if not for my repeat business, I don't even know if I'd make ends meet. In okay. your line of work, is that pretty similar? I would say so. I think for me, having repeat customers personally is where I win. I love it. Because it's you can have volume, and you want volume, right? So you right. want the quantity, but it's also a, a testament to your quality if people come back. And so right now, today, I can tell you that I don't know of any customer that I have made one thing for and they haven't come back for something else. I love it. It's it's the funny thing about a birthday is it happens every year. That's right. Yep. So if you think about it, let's say that this family celebrates at least another 17 years mm -hmm. with this child before he or she moves on to go to college or whatever it would be. I, I joke when I say this because I don't mean it like this, but if if a cake is fifty, sixty dollars, it's almost like a income tax return where every yes. year on that birthday you know you have a gig yep and 
literally, if you get 10 of those a week, that's your job for yep. the rest of your life. So and, I think that's wonderful. And so, and think about it too, is like, they're letting you into a very personal family celebration. That's huge. A baby's first birthday. Oh yeah. A gotcha date. Like, come on. Like that, that's the stuff that just like makes, you know, like gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Cause that's just too much. And so we're doing a lot of that right now. And then otherwise we're still, we're still grooving with Orlando Brewing. We just had an event there last week. Um, and I, you can tell I that. I gotta come see yeah, you. Yeah, so I will. I will ahead again. And I was I'm gonna so make sorry. it out. Hey, it's is okay. it every week? No, it's once a month. So right okay, now, we're still once a month with Orlando Brewing. Um, we do it with in correlation with Yoga Under the Stars. So they have yoga. We have food. They always have a food truck. It was the onset of Oktoberfest for Orlando Brewing, which if you have not been to Orlando Brewing, just like Crooked Can. They have phenomenal beer. It's, I believe it's the only organic brewery oh. in the state of Florida. Dude, it's good. All right. It's really good. Shoot, and that's the case. This one's for you. Pop it open. <laughs> there you go. And so it's a lot of fun. Good there. audio sound. <laughs> um, and so, and you can tell that people are starting to kind of wake up after their quarantine haze. And so as the months are going, you know, last month there were a handful of people last week there were double the amount of people and so it's really great to see this people are feeling more confident to go out and they should i agree go out go shopping yeah. eat things do stuff go to bars what makes me what one thing i always laugh about is there's always that for up until this pandemic it was always a thing where i would talk to people and i'm a very huggy friendly mm -hmm. what's up in your face how you yep. doing today guy and other, there are some people that aren't like that. Yeah. And they are called introverts. Yes. And I said, that's good. If if you just want to stay home, my sister's husband is an introvert. I love him. He's wonderful. But he literally goes to work, comes home, and doesn't leave the house again. My sister is an extrovert. She goes out every night with with her friends and mm -hmm. family, and they go out. And it's a yin yang scenario. In this scenario. We always worry about introverts, like they're doing something wrong. Are you okay? Are you okay? Mm -hmm. Do you need help? They don't need help. They just want to be left alone. Right. Yeah. This is time for the extroverts now. Yes. You know, we have been locked inside our house. And we it's are, depressing. We, it are, is. we are emo caged animals. Yes. We look like one. Scratching at the door. Yes. Let me out. Let me out. We look like a horrible <laughs> My Chemical Romance music video. Yeah. Like, and when can I go out? Yes. And we're finally allowed to be normal and go yes. out again. It's, it's exactly. It's exist. And move around and it feels like even though you can move around don't get me wrong because you can still go outside you can still do stuff there's a different feeling now with more people moving around and being outside and not so it's not as scary agreed yeah 100 percent. we got this we, got we do this. we do so what is it what else is going on in the kitchen so far those are the big things. Those are the things that are sticking out of my mind. I brought you all treats again. Oh, all right. You don't have to do that, baby. Thank you so much. Remy had asked me for a goodie bag, so that's it. I'm sure I'll share one. Yes, right. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, I will. Because today is the first day of fall. Yes. Yep. In the Hello, pumpkin spice. Exactly. Are you got any pumpkin cookies on deck? All right, so here's what we're going to be trialing soon. Is we're going to do a pumpkin spice buttercream. Mm. And we'll pair that with several things because what doesn't pumpkin spice go with? 
I'm a total basic bitch. I love <laughs> some pumpkin. I'm glad you said it. Let's do it. There. Pumpkin, everything. I don't give a crap what it is. Honestly, I will eat it, drink I will, it. Okay. I'll, I'll bathe in it. I'll fight a guy over pumpkin pie. I do love pumpkin pie. All right, so, right. so let's think about this. You guys can say yay, yay or nay to this. Ready? Pumpkin pie. Yes. Yeah, pumpkin whoopie pies. Yes. That's a thing? It will be. It will yeah. be. <laughs> pumpkin cookies. Yes. With Ooh. with with if with white chocolate be. or dark chocolate. Ooh. No, no white chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, because you don't want dark chocolate with pumpkin. Because pumpkin. Milk chocolate. Sweet. Yeah. No, well, no, you the white dark chocolate, chocolate could work. Will, will take away. I think for me, it would take away from the pumpkin. The white chocolate will just make it taste yeah. better. I'm I'm more of a like if. The one thing I associate with pumpkin is marshmallows, so I'd rather have yeah. like marshmallows yeah. on the top of mine. Oh yeah. Right, I like. So do you like? So do you like crunchy cookies or chewy cookies? I'm a chewy cookie. I don't Interesting. Like, I don't like crunchy cookies. Not a chips away, uh, girl. Yeah. Fair enough. I like the soft ones. They do make soft baked ones. That's right. I like crunchy. Well, the way my mom makes it, her yeah. cookies, those are the ones I like to, to snack on. The thing is, I like. I like. It, it's a weird hybrid. I like them chewy. But I like them uber thin. Really? How thin? Uh, like I don't like a big thick cookie because then you I feel like, like the I'm nasty Toll House ones that are like there you go. Yep. That are just goop. Yep. Which I love. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. Those are. Like you want to talk about basic? I eat the. I, I was the guy that gets the Pillsbury dough like chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, dough, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I eat turn. It. Yeah, I turn. <laughs> I turn the oven on. And then I say, who the hell am I kidding? I turn it back up. So when my mom didn't make things from scratch, because my mom is a scratch baker, she's a phenomenal cook. That's where I learn all this from. Um, she would sometimes buy the logs. Oh wow! She the buys the logs. The Nestle. Some of you ate them like a banana. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> oh my god. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I wonder why I had a weight problem when I was younger. Oh, <laughs> I say, there's something rewarding about, and I don't know why, when you get the Pillsbury dough, like the croissant, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just the the topping. Yes, yes, yes. You take the spoon and you're like, wait for it, you wait know, for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> is when you have to bang it against the table and you miss it because it just opens, oh, yeah. and then you miss the. It's not the same. It's not. I want to take the spoon and do do. I'm like, ah. You know what's really satisfying is when it does it as you're unwrapping it. <gasps> yes. Like it was just waiting to come out and, and be your treat for that evening. I'm like, yes! That's Thank like, you! That's like watching the dude that spins <laughs> the table and dumps yeah. the paint and it makes yes. a perfect spiral and you're just yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a $100, that's a $100 painting right thing. there. Yeah. It's the simple thing. <laughs> Alright guys, it's time to play the birthday game. Mm -hmm. Joy guys, for a birthday game, Joy Manning are going to go heads up and uh, have to guess, guess the ages of these celebrities. Here, Here we, we go. go. Happy birthday to Bruce Springsteen. No Ooh. kidding, the boss. 63. Joey? No. Oh, he's, he's older. Gonna, he's older Damn because it. he's a big fan of like old school punk. I'm gonna, he can't be 70 yet though. How old year? 2020? 30? Is he 70? No. 69. 69. He is 71 years old. I Joey got Joey got the point on that one. No, Happy birthday. He to... just came out with a new album. Really? Yes, he just released it. I, actually, I take that back. I don't know if it's fully released. I know a single or two have been released. Okay, okay so you, you can probably find it on iTunes or Spotify. But he, did you know that the, the very first song he ever wrote that charted, he wrote it for um, the Ramones. No kidding. He met Joey Ramone, and they were partying backstage, and he's like, I wrote a song for you. And they're like, okay. And he gave it to his record producer, and the guy goes, no, you can't sell that. That's a good song. And that became Bruce Springsteen's first chart song. Awesome. You, know, you know who I met? I met Mario Ramone at, really? uh, at Spooky Empire. Oh, that's cool, man. And I, great guy. Great guy. Do we have any of the originals left? I, I don't think, I think it's just him, Mario. Joey, Dee Dee. No, maybe not. All right, go ahead. <laughs> 
Happy birthday to you guys might know him as uh, Papa Doc or Falcon Anthony Mackie. Now the reason now the reason why I said Papa no. Doc is because he was in the, the movie Eight Mile with Eminem. Oh. Oh, that that's where he, for frame of reference. That's where he, that's like where he first that's Falcon. where he first started. He first started in that movie. Then became then he became Falcon in Marvel. I'm going to say I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. What I'm going to say is certain people look very good at a certain age. True. That's very true. Alright, so So he's got a Joey. I don't wanna I, I, I wanna believe he's not older than me, so I'm gonna say thirty-eight. Alright, Mandy. I'm gonna say forty-two. On the money, forty-two years old! Yeah. Oh happy for you this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he looks better at forty-two than I looked at twenty-two. Happy birthday, yeah. happy birthday, uh, brother of Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy. Oof. The brother. Dude, he's uh, the tag okay, the tag so team I duo. Used to watch. It was in the nineties. Yeah. In the nineties. Early nineties. Mid nineties, like ninety-five. Um so if you, Five. I'm gonna say Lord. 47 because 45. 40, 47 for Joey, Mandy. I'm gonna say 45. 46 years old. Oh. Mandy will get that. Split <laughs> the point. Happy birthday! <laughs> happy birthday from uh, Pitch Perfect, Skylar Aston. I don't know who it is. Okay, skip it. Happy birthday to <laughs> Happy birthday to Annalise Vanderpool, who was in the show That's So Raven. She played Chelsea. I. I don't, I don't know. That was, okay, skip it. I forgot. How okay. old are you, Remy? Are you 30? I'm 30. Yeah, I'm 31. That's why I'm 31. <laughs> and then you're in between me and him, right? You're 30. No, we're the same. Oh, we're the same age? Yeah. Okay, well, there so you Scott, go. So, Sky Aston, if you guys hey, don't know, he day. was one of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old. If you guys don't know who Sky Aston is, he was uh, one of the lead singers uh, in Pitch Perfect. He came in Pitch Perfect 1. And then oh, it's a guy? Two, he's a guy. Oh, yeah. I so got that wrong. So, he's yeah. 30, so he I is 30. I'm not going to lie. The movie was good. He is 33, year, he is 33 okay. years old. And uh, Annalise Vanderpool is 36 years old today. They do a tribute to Pitch Perfect at Universal Studios called Sing It. Um, yeah. The whole movie is all about acapella singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of my good friends that is in Sing It at Universal Studios was the female singer, one of the female singers on the Disney Channel special where they did the 25th anniversary of the Goofy movie. Eye to eye? Huh? She was one of, she was the female singer with the blonde hair that did eye to eye. She's a nice. senior at Universal Studios. I tell people about her all the time. She's, she's very talented. All right, here's the last one. Happy birthday to Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. Oh, I love my favorite show ever. Which one was he? Oh, he was really? Yeah. I, dude, I never, I never watched Seinfeld. That was the time of my life. Uh, Manny, time Manny, life. let's go, let's go, let's go ahead and leave the room because Joy needs to watch a full episode of Seinfeld. No, it's just it, what happened is that was the time of my life. Seinfeld was early nineties, right? Yes. Yeah. So Late that was that was 90s. really yeah. okay. Yeah. Then explain. That was the time in my life where I was old enough that I was able to ride my bike somewhere in the morning and not come home until ten p.m. And my yeah. Okay. Okay. So I was never. You might home. know, but you also might know his voice from uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. He played one of the gargoyles in the movie. Yes, that's right. He's also and on Broadway a lot. He's on Broadway. He was in this movie he's called. He's the short guy with the glasses. Glasses. Okay, I know who he is. And he was in the movie uh, Dustin. Dustin check in. So Jerry Seinfeld is. He's in up like there. Sixties, I believe. Yeah, he's is up he there. Really? Yeah. Also, God. side note: if you've not watched, there's Netflix that is his Seinfeld before Seinfeld. Dude, so that's good. a good. Um. Phenomenal. Also, yeah. his new stand-up, 23-hour layover with Seinfeld or whatever. That's one. a good one, okay. too. Fantastic. Yep. So I love he's him. in his late 60s, 60s I think. yeah. Amazing. So, so Jason, well, he looks phenomenal. <laughs> he, he still looks good. 60s. What's the deal with that? <laughs> I mean, Jason Alexander has got to be close. 
close. I'm gonna say he's 65. And Joey? Then I'll, then I'll, well, see, I don't know because I have no hair and I wanna say that's throwing me, so I'll say 66. He, he is, didn't have any hair he, at 20. <laughs> no, he didn't. He is, <laughs> he is 61 years old today. 61. Wow. Golly. Yeah, really. No, it's interesting, but it works. That's literally the difference between us and Remy. So, yeah. I mean, well, the age was. One of the shows that I can refer almost everyday life to, still today. Seinfeld? So you think yeah, it holds oh, yeah. up? I should go back and watch it? Yeah, oh yeah. All right, I'll go watch it. It is hysterical because okay. it's, if you think about it, it's kind of like Friends, right? So yeah. it's the late 20s, early 30s, somethings. Never seen that episode of Friends either. God. Joey, come on, man. Dude, my dad's on his third wife and mom's on her second husband. I didn't want to be home. <laughs> I didn't want to be home, all right? It's the, it's the, <laughs> late 20s, early 30-somethings, and what they go through. Shoot. As single adults, in careers, it's very, it, it will stand the test of time because it's what everybody goes through in that age range. It's really, you'll learn I, a lot I just about know, yourself. All I know about friends is that as a kid growing up, every time I told somebody my name was Joey, they would go, how you doing? And I'm like, I still don't. You still, you still don't get the reference. I don't know what that means. I just, every, you will. You like will. the third episode, you'll be like, yeah. Because oh. I used to have, because I didn't know, I, I looked like him in high school. I had the long hair with yeah. the part in the middle. And <laughs> every right. time somebody said, what's your name? I go, Joey. They go, how you doing? I'm like, I'm <laughs> so, how, how are you? So Mandy, my wife and I were having, my wife and I were having this discussion uh, earlier this week. And I said, honey, who do I look like from Friends? Chandler, Ross, or Joey? Oh she said God. Phoebe. <laughs> I am not Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that means I play horrible, that means I play a horrible guitar music. Oh then I'm fine. She says she says I'm Ross, but there's no way I'm Ross. I'm, oh, more, no. I'm more like a Chandler. I, no, I was actually gonna say Ross. Like, really? Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta. Shave that dead animal. I will. I will. Oh, poor thing. You got the scraggles. You got to. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a clipper. So at least it's nice and even. Yeah. You gotta keep it aesthetic. All right, guys. So when we come, when we come back, uh, when we come back, we're gonna do some. Uh, we are going to do some trivia. We're gonna do some trivia with Mandy and Joey. We're gonna play a trivia game because I have a little surprise for our good good co-host of mine, the Dragon Zant. Oh, yeah. So, you guys do not want to miss this, and we'll do your uh, we'll do your news and trivia right after this. You guys are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, guys, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Uh, this is one is for a Monday, so I'm sorry, no, today's a Wednesday. What the hell, man? I'm, getting, the, I, I'm getting these days mixed up. Up day, because that's not dated. No, it's not. Up day. Joy, Joy, what day is it? Mm. What day is it? It's gonna be a Wednesday, Remy. 
Don't do it! That's right, welcome back everybody. My name is Drummond and always with me is my dangerous co-host, the Drummond's aunt. It is a wonderful day in sunny Orlando, Florida. And our bacon guru, Miss Mandy Wilcox. It is a beautiful day. It and is. The humidity has been cut by like 15% and what a difference. It feels great. I get to wear one of the two pair of pants I own. So last night, you know, because it dips under 80 and I'm such a Floridian now, that I was like, ooh, burr, I yeah. gotta go and get a sweatshirt. <laughs> you, how long have you lived here? Yeah, about 20 years. Okay, I remember, same, a 17 from almost 18. I remember when I moved down here, it was December, it was about 72, 74 degrees outside. Mm -hmm. Me and my idiot friends were so used to 30 degree weather. We're in the pool, we're swimming, we're like, this is amazing, this is great. Everybody's watching us from the windows in the yeah, apartment. Yeah, they're like, like, you're not from here. Yeah, no, nope. literally. <laughs> like, I remember the first year where my Christmas card was me in like board shorts yeah. with a Hawaiian layer on my you neck. Don't do that now, do you? Oh, God, no. Freezing my ass off. And see, Remy is from here, right? Yeah. Born and raised been here. here. All my, I've been here all oh, my look life. At you, man. You are the golden goose. So, I have all this. You guys ask me some questions. I'll tell you about my experience living in Florida. I can't imagine. It's just this. It's, it's, it's funny for. What you have grown up yeah. with is something we've had to learn. Yeah. Something as simple right. as, I am bored today. Maybe I'll go to Disney. Yes. You know, like, we live virtually a bike ride from where some yep. people save their entire life to travel Literally. to for four and days. And isn't that a weird thing? So, like, we would come down here to vacation, and it was like a one-year, one-time-a-year thing, and it was a big road trip. And you know, like it was all fun when you're down here. You got one theme park a year. Huh. That yep. was it. Yep. So for me, every time when I uh, when I came home from school, I said, "Hey, mom, hey dad, I'm gonna go hang out with some friends of mine. They live like one, my buddy might live like a block away from here, and then my other friend lives another street behind us. So we would go over to his house or his house, play video games, have sleepovers, rode our bikes around the area. And that's pretty much all we did. We went to the mall. I mean, but then you know, that's the funny thing is, if you live within 20 minutes of a theme park, it's either you went all the time or you never went. Yes, that's like, true. There's no happy medium. I have friends that I'm like. Even still now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm a perfect example. I live a mile from SeaWorld, <laughs> five miles from Universal, seven miles, miles from Disney. From Disney. Do you ever go? When do I go? Exactly. If I didn't work there, I wouldn't go. And it, it's kind of one of those things where you want to go, and then you're like, um, but it's going to be crowded Should today. I? I, do the same, <laughs> I do the same magical logic. I said, if um, time travel, not time travel, if instant travel teleportation mm -hmm. existed, I'd probably go all the time. <laughs> but you do the math. You're like, oh, where should I it's go? It's going to take me 40 minutes to get to Disney. Yep. And then it'll take me 15 to walk in, mm -hmm. hour to get there. You know, if I was just there, I'd probably be really happy. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the minute you walk through the gate, you're like, yeah! I'm <laughs> here. Today. Yeah. It's, it's a great idea. It's the getting there. It's getting there. It's not even coming home. Coming home, you reflect on how good the day was. Yes. It, which is weird, but getting there, you're like... It's the parking. Yes. That's yeah. the problem. And it's, it's so different than, like, if you go to Disneyland, Disneyland is the funniest thing in the world. You go over, you park at the little breakfast place, right across the street. You go inside, you eat breakfast, and they give you a ticket that says, I ate here today. You put it on your car, and then you walk across the street and go to Disney. Yeah. And it's like, it's literally like, I've, I've walked into that place one day and I'm like, hey, um, can I just get some eggs, like, real quick, like two scrambled eggs on like a napkin? 
And like, we can put them on a plate. And I'm like, kind of in a hurry. And they're like, can you make it happen? I'm like, tell you what, I'll pay you for the eggs. I'll tip the waiter. He can eat them. I just need to go to Disney. I don't want to park. I don't want to park they're parking. I'm like, okay, good. I mean, there are times where during busy season, I had to book breakfast for one at the Wave, at the Contemporary, and just not show up and eat the $10 surcharge oh because God. I'm Ooh, in such a hurry. That's wow. funny. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, it's time for you and Mandy and Joy to go heads up. You, so, like <laughs> so try this out. I came up with a trivia game for you guys. So this oh, game Lord, is so so this this how it works. <laughs> These questions are not time at all. Do you have the perfect time to think about it's it? Terrible at trivia. Well, hold on. It, it, it gets epic, easy questions for you guys. Easy, 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 Says solid questions. Yeah, right. So, like I said, so let's say for example, uh, if Joy, let's say this question is for you. Uh, and then we'll go to we'll go to Mandy. But if Joey doesn't know the answer, Mandy, you can steal that answer from Joey. I ain't stealing nothing. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. Go. Question number one, Joey. This is for you, sir. All right. Joey and Star Wars. Who was the actor who played the physical form of Darth Vader in the original Star Wars movies? David Prowse. David Prowse is absolutely correct. God bless America. That's how they're David Prowse. So, just give me a big fat zero. <laughs> Oh, you I can't get... When you don't date a lot in high school, you have time to read. Oh what? Hey! <laughs> not about the not dating. I was, I was a loser in high school. I just didn't read either. All right, Manny. <laughs> All right, Manny. Question number two. This one is for you. If I gave you these ingredients, oh. what am I about? What am I about to make? Oh God, here Vinegar. We go. Yeah. Tomato paste, and ketchup. What am I making? Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Absolutely I, correct. I bust that. Nice. <laughs> Clever, Remy. Kept it in our wheelhouse. Yeah, I like this it. This is cute. All right, Joy. What was the very first uh, attraction at Universal Studios Florida? The very first attraction. Ooh, that's a good one. The first attraction to open Universal Studios Florida. I give you a hint. You want a hint, sir? Or you want to, or you want to think about it a little bit? I want to keep it legit. Okay. Um, all right. All right. So if you walk in the park, originally it was Nickelodeon Studios, which is now Blue Man, so That doesn't count. So no. I forgot about Nickelodeon Studios. I've got the whole because me and my little sister were going. Slime time live. You walk past yes. that, it was the Jetsons meets the Flintstones, <gasps> Alfred yes. Hitchcock presents. Yes. Mm-hmm. What was the- The Hanna-Barbera! Oh, yes! Um, the big draw is, um, it's where the mummy is. That was their draw. Um, King- Confrontation! Absolutely correct, oh, sir! The big okay. draw. Okay, okay. Now, for, okay. Constantly. okay now for- Okay, now for- Quick side note. Yes. Go ahead. So, Kong- so that was one of my first trips that I remember, like going to a theme park, right? We went to Universal. That I think that's why I like Universal better than Disney. Anyway, so my dad was like, oh, let's go walk around. We accidentally get into the line queue for King Kong, not realizing it's an actual ride. <laughs> I about shit. <laughs> There's your honesty. Your honesty. Do you remember, like, when you're up on the thing and King Kong appears just comes right at you and like knocks the thing down? Literally, about I thought I died. <laughs> I thought I died three deaths. My dad's peeing himself because he thinks it's the funniest thing ever. Because of what? Between seven and nine. I say yeah, we're same. Yeah, that makes sense. And so, like, I lose it. I'm screaming. I'm crying. Like, let me off this thing. To this date, I will never forget Kong, and I miss that ride so much. It was a fun ride. It's a shame they didn't at least keep the cool photo off yes. the giant King Kong, and you stood in yes. his hand like Fay Ray from the 1930s. Yes. Now that's the mummy gift shot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Universal Studios basically made that 
because they bought out Design Tuscano. Do you remember Design Tuscano? Yes. It was in the Sky Mall magazines. What? All that stuff yep. was Egyptian where they bought it all. Why can't, why can't they tore down Fast and Furious and just build a Kong right there? So I'm, I'm the first one. expensive. I'll die on the hill. Fast and the Furious is my favorite Universal franchise. Okay. <clears throat> I will die on that hill. You, Fast and the Furious is my favorite Universal's franchise. I love fast cars. Vin Diesel's a badass, and everybody in those films is awesome. The Rock is awesome. Jason Statham is awesome. These are all, these are all men that are in their 50s and 60s that are still sex symbols in America. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Especially so the, the Rock. The, oh my God. <laughs> all right, All right, Joyce. So this question is still for you, man. For a bonus point. Ooh. What what month? What year did that? the Kong open. Well, it was the opening of the parks. It was 1990. That's correct. That's one, but what what month and on what day? I got a 1 in 12 shot. It was the summer of 90s. So it was June, July, or August. Um, June. And the day? Was it seriously June? Um, yep. It had to be right when school was ending, so the first week. Um, like, the third or the fourth? June 7th. You were okay. close. You were close. Joey still gets those double points right there. I'll take it. June 7th, 1990 is when Kong Frontation opened up. Because it was whenever my, um, I was in first grade. Um, was that first grade? No, that would have been, was in, like in third, because I was still in, I was in Catholic school. Fourth grade. My friend that went there was there for the opening of um, Terminator 2. Nice. Um, and I remember, so it would have been like 92-ish. Mm -hmm. And I remember her going there, and it was always like, yeah, it was in the summer. It was the two-year anniversary or whatever. And I'm like, I, said, I remember the summer is when Universal opened, and that's when they did it right. Because Disney tried to rush open, and they opened in May. Yeah. All right, Mandy, this one's for you. What are the correct ingredients to make a hollandaise sauce? Ooh, okay. So hollandaise is egg yolks. Yep. It is, I'm picturing it because I've made it, cream. Okay. No, it's not cream butter. Yes. <laughs> There's and, one more. And. <laughs> oh my God. You want a hint? Yes. It's yellow and sour. Lemon juice. There you go. Absolutely correct. That's that easy of a thing to make. Yeah, it's so easy. Really cool. Yeah. All right, Joey, this one's for you. Question number five Joey, how many original Spider Man comics are there? To date? I'm saying like in total, how many? But you mean like like as of yep. today? Yep. Well, how many original? They just released the they just released the alternate art of Spider-Man and Deadpool, making fun of the Amazing Spider-Man 129, which was the Punisher cover. So it's over awesome 600. Awesome I have it. I have one. I have I have it graded at a 3.0. It's worth about a grand. Um, no, probably not. It's probably worth about 800. But anyway, um. So it's over 600 because that was that was issue 620, 620. I still remember what month that was. Spider-Man's not weekly anymore; it's monthly. So I'll go 621. 616. Oh, original yeah. comics! You're close. You're close. Not 620. All right, that's okay. All right, Mandy, this one's for you. Question number six: What year did Chocolate came out? Oh man. Interesting. I'm gonna say it was in the 20s. Sounds right. 1922. 1900 BC. That's when chocolate. BC. BC. That's when chocolate came out. Wait a I minute. was thinking like Hershey's. Yeah, like Hershey's. No, not Hershey's. I'm talking about like actual chocolate. Not I, I'm, gonna, a, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put an asterisk on that one. All right, I go know, ahead. All right. Indians used to smoke chocolate. 
Well, but then you have the Egyptians who were like geniuses about everything, so they probably yeah. chocolate. Uh, cook you, like an Egyptian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Probably fine <laughs> chocolate that you can still eat in yeah, the pyramids. I know like there's honey. honey. Yeah. The honey. Oh, I saw that. Honey never goes bad. That's that's bad. true. Bees are amazing. That's why bees are amazing. All right, Joy. This one's for you. Question number seven. Joy, who portrayed Iron Man? Robert Downey Jr. That's Mother. right. R. I, I have that comic. It's the first appearance. It's a it's a famous cover. I know it won some sort of. I don't know if it won a Nobel Award, but it won something. It's the cover that has Iron Man in the Iron Man costume. They actually parrot not parody. They tribute it in Iron Man Two where Tony Stark is drinking and throwing a party at his house and he's drunk in the Iron Man costume. <laughs> and it's Iron Man staring in the mirror and there's a bottle of bourbon and he's crying. And it was the issue where Iron Man realized he was an alcoholic and gave up alcohol forever. Wow. That graded at like an 8.2. Isn't that like too close to real life for Robert Downey Jr.? I mean, it has to be. As we drink beer during the <laughs> Yeah, as we're drinking beer during this podcast. <laughs> But like really, I mean, talk about somebody who's come back, who like literally oh. hit bottom and came back and is a superstar. Oh, he is Iron Man. Like they couldn't have cast a better Tony Stark. He really? is Tony Stark. Yep. All right, Manny, this one is for you. Manny, how tall is Mako at SeaWorld? Oh my gosh. Good lord. Ooh, Mako. Now, Joe, is... you can steal it if you know the answer. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go the tallest point at 200 feet. On the money, 200 what? feet! <laughs> On the money! I no, I was, no, my gosh. I'd been like, well, a football field is 300, 100 yards. 300? Oh. All right, Joey, question number nine. This one's for you, buddy. All right. Joey, in the famous movie, a Goofy movie, Max had a dream that turned into a nightmare. <laughs> what was the nightmare Max was having? He became his old man. He became Goofy. That's, That's right. absolutely correct. And Mandy, question, Mandy, for question number ten. Now, Joy might be able, Joy might be able to steal this this question. Okay. He, might, he might, he might, be able to steal the answer. Mandy, last question. The question is, Mandy, who who portrayed the voice of Roger Rabbit? Oh, please. <laughs> I love him. I love, he's my favorite character. He's my hero. Oh shoot! He made me think I was gonna be cool someday. That movie was never meant for kids. Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um. Oh my gosh. I can hear him. I can Please. see the movie. I still love him. I remember when the guy who did his voice was on an episode of. I, I wanted to be Jessica Rabbit so freaking bad at, <laughs> when I grew up. No offense, um, I kind of do too. <laughs> hey. Um. I don't know. I still have my limited edition Jessica Rabbit Magic Band. It was collector's edition. So you don't know I have Joey. Mr. Rabbit, Powerline, and uh, Lando Calrissian. So many does not know, but Joey, know. you can steal the answer right here You're if gonna you laugh like it. I just watched it on Disney Plus. I just watched the thing where the guy goes and finds artifacts from the movies, mm -hmm. and they actually talked to the guy who was the voice of Roger Rabbit. I cannot for the life of me, I cannot remember. Charles Flesher. Now, guys, I have a very special video that I want to show you guys. Okay. So bear with me, guys. We're still recording on Remy's Roundtable, but guys, take a listen to this. Hello, my name is Charles Fleischer. I'd like to talk to, uh, oh, uh, either Remy or, or Joey or anybody from, uh, you know, the uh, Remy's uh, Remy's Roundtable. It's it's a podcast on Spotify. If I could, uh, yeah, that's. Um, 
I was told that uh, I could talk to them, Remy or, uh, or Joey. Remy, uh, you know, that's named after uh, the cognac, and Joey is, is a baby kangaroo. <laughs> so it's basically, you know, um, drinking brandy from the, the pouch of a, of a marsupial. Maybe it's not that, maybe it's a lot more. Well, that's not what it is or what it could be, but it's saying it shouldn't be what it is. Uh, what about you, Clarice? What do you remember about the lamb? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I just figured it's a podcast. You do, like, wacky stuff. Uh, thanks for um, your patronage, by the way. Oh, you wanted uh, Roger to do something like that. Like, uh, yeah, I can probably do that. Roger! Roger! Sorry, he's indisposed. By that I mean he's in the disposal. He's fixing it. It's not, you know, he's not that kind of a rabbit. Teepid, you're listening to Remy Podcast on Spotify. Boy, I had a spot and I couldn't find it. That was only moderately embarrassing, but I hope it would suffice to say that I am delighted to partake in this extraordinary podcast. You know, you are one of the first people I've ever even spoken to that has a podcast. This is some new thing. It's really good. I'm proud of you guys. Like, right there on the front of the line, you know? Remy's round table. I like that. The round table going back to the Arthurian uh, juxtaposition of equal position, you know? The round table has no corners, therefore it is all around. But what about a, a, a elliptical table, you know, or something for Kepler? Whenever I say Kepler, I scratch my right ear. If I say Hemholtz, I'll scratch my left ear. And if I say Buckminster Fuller, I will grab my dodecahedrons. Yikes. All right, kids, thank you very much for uh, allowing me to enter your world and uh, keep on casting the partners. And uh, Remy, have a drink, and Joey, go out and uh, get yourself a wallaby or a kangaroo boat gently down the stream. Okay, thank you very much for your time. Peace out. Boom. That's right, guys. That's right, guys. The voice you just heard is the one and only Roger Rabbit, also known as Mr. Charles Flesher. Dude. That was cool. That was... Wow. And I'm really <laughs> impressed he can still do a pretty good... A pretty good... Please! Still the... I didn't even know it going on. He still has it. He still has it. God bless him, dude. That was cool yeah, as hell. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, oh my! Who, who knows? I may have some more stuff up my sleeve, and I might have some more uh, characters. Roger, so, grab yeah. it. I, I got I can't wait to share that. I can't yeah, wait that to tweet cool. that out. I'm that gonna send cool. it. I'm actually gonna send those, send that video to both of you guys, so please, you guys can have it. Please. Uh, all right, so let's go jump right into the news. We got some time left. Uh, Star Wars, the ATA, the ATAT Walker was inspired by which animal? Camel. Nope, not a camel. No, not Elephant. a camel. Absolutely correct, an really? elephant. Bones. So the way the way the guy was describing, I was I was watching on YouTube, and, he's, totally and he said, <laughs> and he said, if you look at the legs very carefully on an elephant, it resembles the same legs on the on the walker. They walked the exactly same time. Okay. Huh. So yeah, uh, 
Cracker Barrel is oh add Cracker Barrel is adding alcohol <gasps> to their menu for the very first time. My gosh, the only thing Rednecks got right. Can we talk about how good that damn hash brown casserole oh, is? Oh, that's good. <laughs> Honestly, my go-to, the first time I ever had a chicken fried steak was at Cracker oh, Barrel. Oh, oh, oh. You will fart fire for the next day. Ew. Oh, it's delicious. My go so. my go-to, mm. my go-to is the um uh, the chicken and dumplings. Chicken and dumplings. Oh, I've not had that. that. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's one of the things my mom used to make all the time. So maybe I'm just like, you know how it is when you come from an Italian family, people say, what's the best pasta sauce you've ever had? We all have the same answer. My mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so fun fact, Cracker Barrel was established on September 19th in 1969. Right around Woodstock. Interesting. Yeah. I did not realize it was that old. All right, Joey, this question's for you. I, got, I, got, I like doing trivia against you, man. All so, right. All right. How many total girlfriends did Bart Simpson have? Oh, my gosh. Well... I know that he dated the girl from Roseanne. Yes. Wait. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gotta be more than one. Is that is that the, the trick? Is it only one? Is nope, it's not one. It's actually not one. Bart has so many girlfriends on the TV show, man. Oh, Lisa's friend. Um, the British chick. Yep. I'll say three. Nine. He had nine, nine girlfriends. Nine. I mean, in 30 years. Nine girlfriends. 30 seasons. I guess it's one every three seasons. Wow, but he was never a ladies' man. One every three seasons. I okay. guess so. Yeah. yeah, but he was the bad boy. So. Uh, yeah, he was. <laughs> Disney, <laughs> Disneyland may have an answer on when Saw they'll this. be reopening their parks. Exciting. Disney Parks Wait, chairman. Disneyland hasn't reopened yet? Nope. nope. Because people, Kidding. In, people yep. in Disneyland, they're like, well... I drive between 45 minutes and three hours to get to work, depending on traffic. That's true. Um, each way. I'm not guaranteed a shift, uh, a full shift. Sometimes it's four hours, sometimes it's eight hours. So I'm getting, even full-time employees are only guaranteed 32 hours a week. Hours. Yeah. If you're driving. Or. Which is bad. I sit on my culo. I make 40 hours a week of unemployment. So needless to say. California's like, we need to collect unemployment. Yeah. And then Disney's like, we're not going to pay it anymore. And they're like, okay, I guess we have to go back to work now. So here's what, he, so here's what Josh DeMario said. He said, uh, as soon as a date and those guidelines are set, I can tell you we're ready. Okay. So that's what, I mean, I mean, that's, they're doing their yeah. best because you got to understand California is as blue as, as a Mormon's nuts. Say, like oh, it's yeah. blue. It is blue, 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 blue. The, there's one Republican in California, and he's the one guy that lives down south, and they call him Crazy Steve. Nobody talks about him. <laughs> he's that guy. It's just that's California. Like, we always joke, we need to have the Electoral College, because if not, basically, whatever president New York and California vote for wins, because there's your population. Yeah. So... Disney World will no longer be allowing renewals for Platinum oh, Plus so annual pass holders. But we know that... In March of next year, one water park will be reopened. Oh, please be Typhoon Lagoon. It will be Typhoon Lagoon. Thank Christ. Yes. Oh, Blizzard Beach is literally... Blizzard Beach was some college kid who said, I got a good idea. We're going to pretend that a beach hit a blizzard or a blizzard hit a beach <laughs> or whatever. And then they, play, they painted everything in white semi-gloss. So if you're not wearing yeah. sunglasses, you're blind. Literally, yes. Because yeah. I think I went there like a summer or two after they opened. And you were like, sweet mother of God. Just gleaming in your eyes, yeah. just frying my pupils. Oh, which is true in real snow. Mm -hmm. So 
so I suppose it's... Yeah, so thanks for being accurate, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I use. I mean, I used to have a Disney annual pass. I mean, when I was when I was when I was a <laughs> when cast they, member, when they weren't thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, but yeah, but when I was a cast member, I can go anytime I want. That, so I mean, that was more like than back likely, then. More than likely, they're bringing back the platinum pass, and they'll call it something else. The reason they're not doing yes. the platinum pass anymore is because the platinum pass. Th- this is how dated it is. If you look up the platinum pass, it still includes Disney Quest. Are you serious? Yeah. It, if the platinum pass. We'll see, now yeah. it's long gone. No, <laughs> the platinum pass gets you Disney Quest. Um, it gets you miniature golf. It gets you golf on their nine-hole course, and it also gets you into the water parks. So more than likely, it just gets you golf on the nine-hole course. Yeah, not what, the eighteen-hole. I will tell you, the nine-hole course is lovely. It's gorgeous. It really is fun to play there. It's a phenomenal course, but the two eighteen-holes, Magnolia and Palm, are good. Well, Tiger Woods helped design the one. Yeah. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah, that's why there's a Hooters off the third hole. Totally kidding. I was <laughs> Seriously, I, I, no, I was picturing the whole because he used to play there a lot, and I was like, no, there's not. <laughs> Wait, did I miss something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it built up. You're adorable. Did you see? <laughs> okay, so I have some. I got some. Mu- I have some music for you guys. So. Okay. Slash from Guns N' yeah, Roses yeah, yeah, yeah. helped oh, out things. Michael Jackson on a very popular Michael Jackson song. Yeah, yes. Besides Bia, there's another one he did. I want you guys to listen to this real uh-huh. quick. Slash. Oh, hell yeah. I got a good he slash was made story. For a Muppet. You know they made the Muppet out of it. I believe it. It's very cool. It's very cool that the guitar solo is called. The song is called Given to Me. But the guitar riff. That's not right. Yeah, this is off of. Um, right here. So that is so that is uh, one song that Slash actually helped him work on. But yes, you guys are right. He did the riff to uh, beat it. His real name is Saul. Saul something. Yeah, um, I don't know his last name either. He um, one, Slash is one of those guys that I will. I will forever be a fan for what he did when I was working at the oh, Hard Rock Cafe. I'm sorry, you guys. It was not beat it. He did the famous guitar riff on Black and Wh- Black or White. Well, he did beat it too. I'm sorry. No, beat it is Eddie Van Halen is beat it. Slash played the guitar Black riff or, on Black beat or White. It at the 25th anniversary yes. of Motown. Yep. Okay. Um, Slash is what he did for someone I just call Mama. Yeah. Um, there was a little Italian lady that she's so good to me. She's so good. She loved my uncle Louie and my cousin Louie. Um, she worked at the Hard Rock. I think she just retired recently. Mama was almost 70 years old, and she was still a hostess for the Hard Rock Cafe in Orlando, Florida. Oh, wow. Her favorite band is Guns N' Roses. A 70-year-old woman, her favorite band is Guns N' Roses. Every day, she would wear her Guns N' Roses pin. Guns N' Roses pin. We found out that Slash and his wife were staying at the Hard Rock Hotel. Uh-oh. And the manager pulled rank. What a great guy. Trent from Pittsburgh, PA. I don't know if you'll listen to this, Trent, but you're a good guy. Um, you're just a good people. And he called over to the, the Hard Rock Hotel, and he says, um, he, he spoke to the manager, and he goes, I would never ask this, but I think he'd be down. Um, Slash's oldest fan, she, she worships and adores him. Um, she's going to be leaving soon. She's almost 70 years old. Um, is there any way that Slash would come over here, and I'll buy him dinner for him and whoever he brings? Wow. Him and his, I think his wife, or wife or girlfriend, I can't remember, but I think it was his wife. They come over. 
Mama is working at where at the Hard Rock, you come in and you check in, and then you walk around a little bend, and a cedar meets you. And he comes in and checks in, and they're, they're losing their mind. And they're like, It's hi. Slash. He's, like, he's like, Hi. And they said, Don't make the big deal. Um, <clears throat> he's like, Yeah, um, my name is Saul. Uh, I have a party of two. And they're like, We know who you are. They walk around the bend, and there's a photo spot with a Hard Rock banner. You stand in front of it, Kodak takes your picture, and they, and they come over and he takes his picture, and he goes, You know what? I want a picture with that that uh, that hottie right there, that pretty looking girl. And he sees Mama, and Mama goes, She's staring. She goes, Ah, ah. She, and he goes, Hi, my name is Sal. You might know me as Slash. Immediately just dead. walked just dead. Wow. He gives her, he's like, May I, may I have a hug? She dead. squeezed him so tight, <laughs> and his head looked like a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> He goes, would, would you mind taking a picture with me? She took a picture with him. He wrote her a personal love letter I'm saying thank goosebumps. you. Oh my God. That man is an absolutely brilliant. It's funny. It's my nephew calling me. He probably wants to play Fortnite. <laughs> um, he is just an absolutely a wonderful human being. He went, he ate, he thanked Mama, and he wrote her a love letter and said thank you That's for being awesome. a fan all these years Get and signed her autographs. That's Again, awesome. One of the nicest I'm guys. dead. Yeah. Like, just what a cool guy. All right, we have a list of the top worst Disney attractions of the century. All right, so if of the, the full worst, century. But the problem is, is you have to put it in frame of reference. If I had okay. to guess, it's going to be probably the worst rides voted all right. by the fans. Okay, we're ready? I'm going to say, all right, you can say yeah, you're into these. All right. And so, so you can too, Mandy. You ready? Journey into imagination with figment. It's been refurbished seven times. Dog S. So is that a yay or an A? I like the very first incarnation of it with the Dreamweaver, and now it's garbage. Okay. I agree. It's, it's horrible. Number two, Stitches. Stitches great. Which great is escape. also gone, but in this defense, every ride that's ever been in that location has been canceled and burned at the stake. So True. okay. Superstar Limo in, at California Adventure. Superstar Limo? Yeah. I it's, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a stretch ride. It's like a stretch limo. Never been on that. And one. Uh, it's a dark ride. So you're going through like the old 50s and 60s uh-huh. time era of California. Eh, I, I, I maybe uh, may, I've I've never seen it. You do it, it once and done. I agree. Okay, number four, Studio Tram Tour. Garbage next. Magic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> number five, you're gonna hate me. Smugglers. No, I agree with this list. I am very happy that they threw that under the bus. That ride with Captain Hondo Onaka. Onaka. You look at him with the with the dreadlocks, and you're like, clearly this is the worst captain you've ever seen. But you have heard of him. <laughs> like it looks, it looks like Jack Sparrow if he was 84. It looks like Jack Sparrow if he was Keith Richards. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. All right, number six, uh, Incredicoaster. Bummer. I actually really like that ride. Okay, hey Shay. Hey, we got a guest star. Yes, hey, we Shay. do. Sweet, it's good hey, to see you. How are you? Oh, Shay. <laughs> not on the air. Not on the air. Hi, sweetie. Not on. Not on the air. Hey, are you playing Eminem? Eminem, sure. What? High five. My favorite. Oh, God, I fucking made that, baby. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't do that. Daddy's getting a haircut. All right. I'll, we'll come out. Yep, you are working. We'll come out. We'll come out in a little bit. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, we're working. Well, you can eat later. We'll come out. We'll come out in a little bit, Shay. All right, love ya. All right, number... Remy's baby sister. Yeah, that's right. Number se- Number seven, Mission Space. Yeah, the Vomitron 3000. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that, ride, that ride has killed three people, allegedly. So Probably more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we know, because Disney does have the best PR people you on are Earth. They, yeah. 
<laughs> Garbage ambulance service. Right? <laughs> so that was it for the for the list. I mean, I mean we, we, not, we all agree. Wrong, we all agree to this. I like the Incredicoaster. It's a shame they didn't like the Incredicoaster. It's super cute. It smells like cookies at the one park. Oh, it's really good. Since the parks are back open, the, this article from the Orlando Sentinel states that Universal Studios attendance is about twenty five percent capacity. Dude, I love Universal. It's been great. I've been to Universal a lot. What happened on the weekends? Full capacity. Miserable. Yeah. It is full capacity. Nice elbows, bro. Uh, yeah, Universal's going yeah. yeah. so weekend. busy. Yeah, so busy. On the weekends. Yeah. Well, they sold that ticket where if you're a Florida resident, you buy a day, you get the rest of the year. The rest yeah. of the year, fear, uh, yeah, free. Mm-hmm. Uh, two Halloween Horror Night houses They're both have good. opened up to the public at Universal they Studios. No, they've been open for a week now. Damn yep. it! All right, hold on, hold on. Really I got, I got, I got, hold on. Now, in order for you to check out these houses, you will have to log into the Universal website with your pass information and then pick yeah. out a time yeah, it sucks. you would need, you want to check out check out the houses. This is the way of the future. Wait, you have to plan for it? Yeah. Yep. Plan for I don't anything. plan for anything. Good I lord. Planning. I don't plan for my birthday. I know when it is. <laughs> exactly. Good lord. <laughs> Once you have set time, you'll be able to enjoy these houses. One house has to do with the Bride the of Frankenstein, yeah, the Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. and the Tooth Fairy. That Bride of Frankenstein. So what was it? Was it last year they did? I mean, they do like kind of a throwback monsters one. This year's year yeah. I know. Last year was monsters, right? That was the title of the house. Because Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, that Dude, was. Dude, that Purge good one. house was my favorite. Or oh. sorry, the Blumhouse where they did a Purge section. Yeah, I love the Purge good. movies. That I love them. Well, wait, you're talking about the Blumhouse? Yeah, the Blumhouse. Yeah. That was good. Blumhouses are always good. It's it's cool to know that when you it, it's very similar to how Disney Disney's like hey everything we do is family friendly we do have this kind of Buena Vista pictures where we do some really shady s yeah but Universal's like the Universal's like well our movies are all pretty good then we have Blumhouse where we turn the dark s <laughs> sounds good like, to me I, that guy killed a guy with a tack hammer yeah, yeah. Well, that's not Universal that's Blumhouse but don't you I know? always like the scare area that scaregers like, yeah the, um scare zones scare yeah. zones where was the purge. Because that shit was creepy mm, and so good. And it was dark as. And I don't know, like, how Universal does it, where you can go from one section to another and the music, you don't hear what is behind you. Nope. You only hear what's in front of you and you only focus on. It's like, it's marketing genius. Oh, they're brilliant. You know how, you know how like, uh, when you go to Disney, Disney F's up your head. A little bit, like due to the colors, the, yeah. the atmosphere, well, Disney, the environment. Disney does something that is called seamless transition. Yeah. Seamless transition is when they do things like when you're coming from Fantasyland into Colonial America, mm -hmm. as you walk under that awning, you look forward, you'll see wooden colonial pillars. Yeah. But yep. if you're walking the other way, you'll see stone Bavarian pillars. Mm -hmm. You don't even realize that's the same thing, but there's two different pillars because you're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, now we're. Next time we go to the Magic Kingdom, when we do an on-location show, we'll show you. Yeah. Awesome. And then they use brick. That The brick that is used in yes. between is 15, I'm sorry, is um, 1500s German blocks, which were used in 1500s Bavaria and 1700s Colonial America. Wow. So it works both ways. That's amazing. They think of everything. But see, you're right. So let's get back to the, the Howling Horning aspect, because you're right, man. One part, one part, you go... From pitch black, and then yes. all of a sudden you go, and hey, it's, love, it's lining up again. I love the scare zones, are probably my favorite. I like, like this look, better than the house. I love the houses, don't get me wrong. Right. But it is the atmosphere when you walk into Universal, it is the atmosphere like everything Halloween, and it's dark, and it's, it's like spooky. You don't know who's popping out from where. Nope. 
you're ready to piss your pants yeah. and you're ready for it. <laughs> Do you remember the good old days back when you used to be able to go to Finnegan's and you would make your reservation for like five so that they, you would eat dinner, they would lock you in, and then you'd be the first one out? See, I never did that. Really? So mm -hmm. I only started going to Halloween Horror Nights probably six or seven years ago. Uh, Can I tell a little story? Uh-huh. Okay, so when I was working for Universal, we had a we had an idea, like me and my coworkers were. So what we did was we would actually go and go to wardrobe, get changed, drop off our stuff off, and since we had to work the day that Halloween Horror Nights started, we would wait in the back until the entire crowd goes in. Mm -hmm. So what we did was we got out and we went to our very we went to our very first house. And now now these days we can't we can't do that anymore. Yeah. Universal, Universal Universal strict on it with their with their team members. They can't wait in the back and then go out. You have to go to City Walk, wait in line with everybody else, and then go into the park. So huh. it's too crowded. It's way too crowded. So I don't I don't blame them. I really don't. But one of my, so beyond the purge scare zone on the one side is when you first walk in, I think it's the... Which year was this? Was this last year or... Yeah, last year. Okay, I didn't go but last year. every year because they do the same thing, but they change up some of the decorations. You, you right. The, the first... trees that like yes. canopy over with the hanging... By, by uh, E.T. Like, yeah. Yep. And there's the one bar right here and I can't remember what it is. Um, uh, La Bamba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cafe La Bamba. Yeah. And so you... Start there, and that scare zone right there is always my favorite because they always have the hanging jack-o'-lanterns or something hanging from the tree. Last year was crazy because yeah. it was Vikings. Yes. And if you read about the Viking history, there's one thing they had where it was dark. It was a skeleton that was hung like an yep. eagle, and it was bleeding. And I'm like, that's disturbing. And the guy's like, that's actually called a blood eagle. I'm like, what? And they go, yeah, in Viking culture, that was how they would torture you. They would, they would cut your skin yep. so that you would slowly die until they got what they wanted from you. Vikings are sick. Yeah, yeah. Vikings are crazy <laughs> as hell. Like, but a horrible, right. but a horrible football team. Oh, yeah, they've never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, they suck. They're being cursed for eternity because of how bad their people were. <laughs> Guys, in about, in about uh, but still not 40... they're Washington football team. In, in about 40 yeah. minutes, we'll be joined by the one only, Brennan Kravis. Brennan Kravis from 96.9 The Game. Remy's so, going to be taking that Yes, one. I'll yeah, talk to him a little bit. Yep. Make sure you send him our love and let him know that we'll we wanted do. to be there, but we had something we'll we had do. So let's keep, let's keep talking about we got some more news we want to talk about. Team member comp passes are blocked out on weekends at Universal through Halloween. Of course. And yeah, that's common that, sense. Yeah. That usually happens. When was the last time you guys went to a Ruckers? Ooh. When there was one at the mall on I Drive that closed down. I used yes. to go to that one. The one in the right Festival by, Bay Mall. Yes. Right by the uh, Probably a outlets. decade ago. They had the most delicious burgers there. You can order, you can order an ostrich burger there. Yeah. I'm to try new things, but I don't know if that's my go-to. It's I mean, a, it's you know, a 14. Is the rattlesnake burger busy? Or? <laughs> so the ostrich burger, because I used to work at Fuddruckers a oh. while ago. The ostrich burger is a 14-pound burger. 14 pounds? 14-pound so burger. So you just want to be but hospitalized. how big was it? Okay, so imagine your cup. Yeah. Double that. Is that it was that that's big. That's a lot of meat. Yeah. I know they do a burger at Ford's Garage that's called like the 32 Hubcat. That's yeah. good it's too. The, it's the size of a spare tire. There's also that one, I think it's in, I can't remember if it's in Vegas 
or if it's in California somewhere, oh. the Heart Attack Cafe. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have, I have pictures from there. I go there every time I go to Vegas. <laughs> Heart Attack Grill. Yes. Nice. They have it's called the Octuple Bypass Burger. Yes. What? It's always on the travel channel of like best burger places. It goes oh. burger, cheese, chili, tomato. Yeah. Burger, cheese, chili, tomato. And it's that eight times. Yes. And it comes out, it's this big. It's not expensive. It's only no like donut. 25 bucks. But the thing oh. is, the gimmick is people buy it so they can get their picture taken yes. with it. The so, problem is, their gimmick is if you don't finish your plate, you get spanked. Oh Sweet. So, <laughs> you think that. I was, dude, me and my buddy Adam went out there, and we did the same thing. We ate all of our burger except one bite. And we thought we'd be oh, cute. Oh, man. We thought we'd be cute about it. And we go, I guess I didn't finish my burger. Dude, she hit my ass so hard with the paddle, I think it bled. Like, oh god! It was like, but like, like literally, I That's was like, you I'm like, this is gonna be hot. And she was like, whack! Like it hurt my ears. Like it popped my eardrums <laughs> and shattered my pH. And I'm just like, that That's funny. Me. So the reason why I said it is because Fuddruckers, Fuddruckers chain is being dissolved around the Orlando locations. Yeah, I believe it. I do too. Yeah. I mean, it's tough for a burger joint to make it down here. And there, people either want gourmet burgers or McDonald's. Well, and look at what opened right there. What is it? The um, key. Urban restaurant is a key. Oh, uh, urban? oh, uh, uh, the old. Oh, Toby uh, Keith. I love Toby this bar. Keith? Is that what it is? It's not Toby well, Keith. No, it's not Toby Keith. It's um. Joe, no. not Joe. If it's oh, what is it? Luke Bryan. No, it's not Luke Bryan. It's Bra Bra Brad Paisley. Brad no, it's not Brad. It's um. There is God, another restaurant name. there that opened right in that area. It's right. It's right. It's right from Tin Roof. No. We're talking about I drive. Oh, by the yeah, no, you're talking about uh, Blake Shelton's place. Yeah. Blake Shelton's place, yeah. No, no, no. That place? Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. I There's, drive. I drive right by Texas Day Brazil. It's across but, the street. Oh. You're not talking about Wahlburgers. No. Because Wahlburgers is done. Yeah, well, that place is not that great. Uh, no. Nope. Uh, you know, Who loves Mark Wahlberg more than me? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had a great premise. They built the entire restaurant step by step. Yeah. Okay, so social social distancing guidelines have been updated at Universal Studios. The Hulk has been loading one party per row instead of every other row. It's fine. Eh, it's, I'm used to it. It's a joke. Here, here are some things that you see that much at, at a Disney theme park due to the pandemic. So, so here are some of the things you cannot like pretty much do anymore. I know you can't park up. Nope. Guests can guests can visit only one park per day. <laughs> the only exception is if you have a Disney tour guide, but who wants to spend yep. six hundred bucks an hour? No more no more care no more character meet and greets. No more character meet and greets. Well, the character yeah. meet and greets have been replaced with a bunch of parades. It's it's I mean it is what it is. Uh happy ever after fireworks are are on hold. The fireworks yeah. are all on hold still. Well because Disney spends forty thousand dollars a day in fireworks, so they had to cut something. And people go crazy. I mean, like you yeah. have to get it to Magic Kingdom. What at like five forty-five in the morning to get your spot, and then you sit there. I usually, the what I usually do is I make dining reservations at um, the Wave, mm -hmm. and then I eat, and then I go up and I sit on the balcony yeah. and I watch it. Did you guys know that? Uh, I want to get off topic here, but did you guys know that Notorious B.I.G. worked with Michael Jackson? Really? Yeah. When? I was back in the mid mid eight mid nineties ish. Yeah. Uh, they worked on this. They worked on this tune. Uh, it's called Dallas. Uh, this Dallas Aston song. It's All called right. uh, This Time Around. Right. Michael Jackson helped on it, but Biggie Smalls did a rap rap portion on that on that song. It's pretty cool. All you right. guys can check it out. And uh, they both worked on. Uh, they also did a collaboration with uh, Janet Jackson called Scream. 
Scream was actually the most expensive music video ever created to date at that point. It was the only music video to spend over a million dollars. Wow. All right, that since we... Like low budget. Yeah. Since we love Disney and our theme parks, do you guys think that these Disney rides are controversial? Let's hear it. Uh, how about Splash Mountain? Ugh, hashtag pandering. <laughs> the Haunted Mansion? How is Haunted Mansion controversial? I don't know. Pirates of the Caribbean? Ugh. If they update pirates one more time, they might as well just call it the Democratic uh, Caribbean. <laughs> Literally, for okay, now the women are chasing the pirates. Cool. And now Red's not a now Red is a badass pirate. Cool. Yeah, cool. Jack awesome. Drinking rum. Cool. All just right. Whatever. Sure. Sure. Cats and dogs are living together. Pandemonium. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Killing Draw Safari. I'm done. I'm done at the very beginning of the like when it first opened. Oh, they changed it because yep. yeah. Simba, Simba one. Simba one. Simba one. Simba one. We got those pochas. They are black. Wait, why would you say that? I don't you know. don't have to tell me that. Right. Okay. How about a uh, country know. country bear jamboree? It just makes the South look like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Snow White Adventures before it cl before it close. No. Oh, all right. Snow White. Alien Encounter. Just boring as hell. It wasn't racist. The Tiki Room. <laughs> No. no. Tiki Room actually got better when they changed. That's the only Disney ride to get better when they changed. Rock and Roller Coaster Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fat. No, it's. <laughs> I'm that is very. Change. That is very controversial. How? Eh. Oh, the Shaka. They got there you go. I forgot about the Shaka. You forgot about that. Wait a minute. I love that idea. Ha ha ha! because we're in high school and he did the thing with the fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guys, I want to say uh, rest in peace to this guy. He actually passed away today at the age of 83. Joey, if I said the name Ron Cobb. What do you think? What do you think I'm talking about, Ron Cobb? I'm not sure, bro. This guy was a des this guy was on the the the, the uh, designing team on Back to the Future, oh, Star Wars, and, and Alien Encounters. No kidding. So he he helped he helped out draw what the DeLorean would look like Very in, cool. in the movies. So yeah. let's take a sidestep and also give our respects to the phenomenal RBG. Oh, that's right. Yes. Who oh, has passed after the. 75th round of cancer, all of the things that she did for equality in this country. She, yeah. Like, what a monster. I, I really hope, and I haven't I haven't seen it, I really hope SNL does something nice for her. They will. Because she always, you just got gins. Yeah. I really hope they do something really cool for I her. I hope they do. They should. <laughs> I would imagine they would, but man, what a loss to this country. And really I know because there's a. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who that's a big shoes to fill. Guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, Joey is gonna wrap it up with "You Got Beef" with Joey, and then we'll be joined. We'll be joined by the one and only Brendan Kravitz from 96.9 The Game. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. guys to Remy's Roundtable. Uh, once again, my name is Remy and always with me is my dangerous co-host, the Joy Mazant. Yeah, I got dangerous bacon cookies <laughs> to hold up. 
And always with us is our baking guru, Miss Manny Wilcox. Hello. You guys can find all of our delicious baked goodies on uh, Ginger's Baking Co. on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and we're still we're still gonna work out your uh, your social media stuff. Yes. So our our good uh, co-host Joy is gonna help you out with that, setting everything Just up. Just in there, all mm. I'm good for are pictures. <laughs> that works. <laughs> what we're gonna do is. Um, the weather's getting nice, and with it being pumpkin spice fill in the blank season, um... AKA I, basic bitch season. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're actually, basic! We're, we're, we're gonna actually film a commercial for Miss Manny Wilcox. That'd be perfect! And, uh, but that'll be to come, uh, give us a couple of weeks on that. I just had a brilliant idea. Maybe my dad kept us out with the music. Oh, of course. That'd be dope! It'll be... We'll pull off him. What? What is going on with you, sir? I'm sorry. I'm eating. I'm eating Mandy's cookies. Come on. It's um. What we got now? It is. It's just chocolate chip. It is. Like I'm waiting for Basic it to be like. Chocolate chip. This is chocolate chip white macadamia. Tastes like God cookie. It's just a chocolate chip cookie. No, it's a chocolate. It's a chocolate chip cookie with truffles and gold leaf and. I think you said Trump. <laughs> Yeah, like Trump. No Trump. Yeah, you know. This chocolate chip cookie is huge. But you know. <laughs> it was made from other cookies. I don't know them personally, but the my friends love the them. The greatest cookie. These are the greatest cookies I've ever had from a girl named Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I know several. Tina Louise, love you. Gilligan, hashtag winning the island. This, uh, is, she, uh, is she a redhead? <laughs> is so Ginger the redhead? No, the man. These are so freaking good. These are good, too. Holy crap. So you had a cookie. I had a snickerdoodle whoopie pie. That's amazing. I love... I just told my mom, she said, I told my mom to take a bite of it. She took a bite of it, she goes, that crunch is good, it's light, it's soft, that crumble, holy crap. Well, you gotta understand about, when you have one of these Ginger's Baking Company cookies, she does a thing that master chefs take years to perfect, where the outside has a very light crust and crisp to it, but the inside still tastes almost like cookie dough. It's an art form, you got it, Mandy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, Joy. We got about nine minutes, so All let's right, do this. let's do it. Guys, it's now time for You Got Beef with Joy. Now, before we jump into your segment real quick, dude, mm -hmm. let's do, let's give a huge shout out to the one, the only, Roger Rabbit. Dude. Mr. Charles Fletcher. Charles, I can't believe he did that, dude. That was so cool Just of him. So what I wanna, so I wanna know, I wanna know something from you, dude, from your point of view. How geeked out were you when I, when I said, dude, I got surprised. Dude, he's I a got... personal hero of mine. When I was a little boy, so I was never, I was never popular my whole life. Even now, I'm not really popular. Yeah, you are. My, no, my whole life, I was always a loser. But Roger Rabbit was this short, white, OCD, ADD, ADHD. Pick a GD metaphor or an acronym. Okay, he was on, okay, he was on crack. No, 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 it wasn't on crack. He was hyper. Yeah. I related to Roger Rabbit more than any character growing up. But he had a smoking hot wife who could sing. Yeah. yeah. And it just, it's weird to say because when that movie came out, I think I was only five or six. But that's what I remember. If he, this short, funny, crazy, fidgety son of a bitch could, could meet a cool chick, I could too. And like Roger Rabbit was my hero. I always saw that. And then later it became Robin Williams as I grew up. And it's just, that was always like, you can you can put my heroes, like when you, you take the three heroes, the three men that you most wish you were, 
It was Roger Rabbit, Robin Williams, and Jack Sparrow. Okay. <laughs> so Disney is a big part of my life. And I mean, my gosh, I've been down here for 17 years working at the theme park. So yeah. It was that was huge, man. That was a very big deal. Well, you guys are very welcome, and I cannot wait to get the other guests. And you guys are like, I'm gonna do. I'm oh telling you, so my you god! You that video. I'm gonna. I'll do a whole pref, uh, preface for it. I'll put it on my YouTube channel. It's awesome. Let's get let's get some more hits. Mm -hmm. uh, so, guys, you guys know what time it is. It's time for Joey. Oh, why do I have to say this? Because I know it's a good segment and all, but you change every once in a while. Like, it's a good one or a bad one. But I guess say is, you got beef with Joey. Take it away, man. All right, man. So here's the deal. It's, and I'm, I'm, I'm a good person. You are. With a good heart. Things frustrate me. And here's what it comes down to. I mean, when we first started doing this, I was an anti-masker because it just made me angry. But... It's not that I was angry, I was just uncomfortable. So here's the deal. You can't, you can be an anti-masker and still wear it. True. You don't have to like the mask to wear it. Because what we've accepted as a public norm is that these masks are helping us. Whether they, that they are or they aren't, the truth is we are told that they are helping us. And if this is what we accept as law, then we have to do it. So I will wear the mask. But just like when we say, when you hear somebody complaining about the president, I say, did you vote? They go, no. I said, shut the hell up. If yeah. you don't vote, you don't get a voice because we gave you a voice. You chose not to use it. So sit your mute ass down. So that's the deal with masks. I'll wear the mask, but I don't have to like it. Yeah. I, I don't have to like it. It's no, not easy. But, but also, and we talked about this earlier, if you correlate the fact that people get over it, I don't, nobody likes wearing a mask. No. Nobody does. Especially in Florida, it's hot. It's hard to breathe sometimes because we're basically breathing water in Florida yes. for three quarters of the year. One hour into the day, my mask is already damp. It's right. Gross. Yeah. But if you correlate people respecting that and understanding that because of this, you know, virus is highly contagious it's airborne yep. and we just wear the freaking mask things start opening up and we can yeah. be back to somewhat normal and, and so if we can just respect the fact that wear your mask everybody is uncomfortable yep. nobody likes it but doing that allows us to be freer than just freaking do it that's what i'm saying yeah <laughs> and that's what i'm yeah. so like if what what um if me and a couple of friends like if there's four of us we're sitting at a table and we sit down in a restaurant at a table, we take our masks off, and we all say something to the, to the allure of, oh, thank God, it's so good to take the mask off. Mm -hmm. I know, right? If you're walking by us and you go, you know, masks save lives, that, that wasn't necessary. No. Right. All We're, I'm saying is that I'm more comfortable without it than I am with it. But yeah. again, I respect the rules. I understand why I'm doing it, and yeah. I do it so that I can go outside of my house and exactly. enjoy my life. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So. I will wear the mask, but I'm allowed to. If I'm sweating and I'm miserable and I'm unhappy, I I'm can gonna complain. I can complain. Oh yeah, because I'm wearing the mask. Yes. It's people that don't wear the mask and complain that aren't allowed to do anything. Right. The people who go to Target and scream at you to take your mask off because this is America. America. <laughs> America. America. Is yeah. that's the problem? It is the problem. And that's why we can't get a handle on this because you have so many people who take that stance. Instead of just wearing your mask, go about your day when you're in public. Yes. And then that's, that's what, it. And that's the yeah. whole point of my beef is wear the mask, shut up, 
If you're gonna complain about it, complain about it, but be cool to our kids around. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm an angry Italian, but I still don't curse in front of children. So. But you also have to put your best foot forward in front of, in front of kids. And so yes. maybe don't scream about how it's yes. unconstitutional to wear a mask yeah. in front of your children who still need to go to school. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is my beef is if I'm wearing my mask, I'm doing my part. Yes. If I'm wearing my mask and I'm uncomfortable and maybe I say something like friggin' mask under my breath, you don't need to say it's saving lives. You could just be like, yeah, I, I got you, bro. I got you. Yeah, it's all good. And you in real it. life. Yeah, I understand it does, which is why I'm wearing it. Yeah. Doesn't mean I have to love it. No, no. Exactly. No. So when push comes to shove, we're all in this together. And I guess my beef is with people that just can't be cool. Right. Just be cool, bro. Or or, or girl. Or whatever the shit term. The Do that. Place, we're all in this together. So just be cool. Because people who can't be cool cause me to have beef. And that's why people who can't be cool got beef with Joey. Take it away, Remy. Thank you so much, Joey, and thank you for these delicious baked goods from Ginger's Baking Company. You I appreciate are it. Well. Just I'm going to go home and cry as I gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, coming up next, we'll be joined by the one and only Brandon Kravis from 96.9 The Game. Uh, we're going to talk sports with him and then we'll end the program. But until then, guys, we have to give a huge shout out to uh, our sponsors, uh, the Crooked Can Brewing Company in beautiful Winter Garden, Florida, right there off of West Plant Street. You guys can find them on their website at crookedcan.com. Check out their beer beer menus, or if you guys want to give them a call about their operation operational hours, you can call them at 407-395-9520. And we also have to say thanks to Ginger's Baking Company. Woohoo! And not, and also, and also, we want to say, uh, give a huge, huge shout out to Mr. Charles Fletcher, the voice yes. of Roger Rabbit. Please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, on the behalf of myself, my name is Remy, and always with me is my dangerous co-host, the Drummond Zant. Sound a lot better now that I don't have a mouthful of delicious cookies. <laughs> and our baking guru, Ms. Mandy Wilcox. Yeah, but a mouthful of cookies always makes your life better. I smiled the whole time I ate it. See? <laughs> Guys, you will, hear, you will hear Joy and Mandy back again, hopefully next week or in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll pick out a day and we'll figure out when we'll go back and record. Uh, but until then, guys, uh, we'll be right back with Brandon Kravitz from 96.9 The Game. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, guys, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Uh, guys, you have heard this guy before. He was on our last podcast episode talking about sports, letting us know what's going on around the sports universe. Uh, you can hear him on 96.9 The Game and on Mondays with Jim Colbert on the Jim Colbert Show on Real Radio 104.1. 
Uh, please welcome back Mr. Brandon Kravitz. What's going on, man? How are you doing today, man? I'm happy to be back. Thanks for having me. Let's chat some sports. Let's do it, man. So, uh, Orlando City. Let's get that. Let's get that team out of the way real quick, man. That. Oh, they had some really. They had some good games this this past couple uh, past couple of days. They have been outstanding recently. Really, there's nothing that they're not doing well at this point. Uh, their goalkeeper is outstanding. Galici has been a, a tremendous addition. They found a new star in Chris Bueller and DK. And this is a fun team to watch. I mean, if you're not watching Orlando City now, uh, I don't know if you ever will because this is as fun as the group has been since the team made it to MLS back in 2015. They're legitimately going to make the playoffs. Right now they're the third best team in the Eastern Conference and they have about nine games left. So well, I think it's a nine, nine or 11, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, but they're pretty good. And I, I, read on a, I read online that they're now in the, uh, the third, what, the third standing right now? With only- Yeah, they're, was, they're, they're with, in the third place in the Eastern Conference, which is, there are um, seven teams that make it to the, uh, the playoffs. So I think the, the, the red line is somewhere around uh, seven or eight. I don't know if they've changed it because of uh, everything that's gone on with COVID. Right. Uh, but Orlando City is well above the line in terms of making the postseason, and that's not anywhere that they've been before. This is new territory for Orlando City. You think they had? You think they? You have? They have what it takes to uh, to defeat uh, the game tonight? They're going against the Sporting uh, what KC? Is that is that the team called? Yeah, yeah, Sporting KC. They're really good too, and. They're one of those teams that it's going to be a competitive uh, battle throughout the, the remainder of the season. Columbus is really good, too. But yeah. I haven't seen any Orlando City that says they can't beat anybody that's on their schedule. They might struggle when they get if they were able to get to the finals. Those teams in the West are really, really tough. That's where the strength of MLS really is right now. Uh, Seattle, Portland, LAFC. But I think Orlando City set up to be just about anybody. Right. My uh, my brother and I we were watching the uh, the Orlando City versus Chicago Fire, and I told him, dude, this game is going to be sick. He's like, oh yeah, what's your outcome? I said, okay, I'll make a, I'll put a little wager on you. I'll put five bucks that the that Orlando City is going to win three to one. And what happened? Oh, they beat Chicago Fire four to one. It's like, dang it, I owe you five bucks, man. <laughs> that was so close, though. So close, but that man, that was a good game. I mean, Khaleesi, that one save he did, he like he barely dropped, and he just saved the saved the ball with his uh, left. I think he said with his left hand, and the, I think it was a what was that a penalty shot on a Chicago Fire? Yeah, yeah, with the penalty kicks, you just have to guess it right, and and there's a certain knack that the really great goalies have to be able to do that. I don't know how. Uh, but they, uh, you know, he's he's obviously one of them, and he's been practicing this for a long time, and uh, and and came through in the clutch. That's that's one of the big differences. These are games that Orlando City used to drop, and now they're winning, and that's been the big difference with this team. So I have a not a a good question. It's kind of like a dumb sports question, but why is he called the octopus? I think he's called the octopus. I'm not 100% sure. I probably should know the answer to that. But my guess would be that if, I guess if you could pick any animal to put at the goal to to protect from a ball going into the back of the net, 
wouldn't an octopus who has eight tentacles that all range very long is it wouldn't that be the animal that you'd go for so i'm thinking because like he kind of he has that big reach and he can go in any direction and he's got great anticipation skills i'm thinking that's why that's just <laughs> that's just common sense telling me that i don't know if that's right but uh, i'm gonna roll with it and i'm gonna say it confidently he's the octopus because that's the animal that you would want playing goalie. I mean, why can't why can't just name him the squid? I mean, squid and octopus are kind of like in the same family. So, you know, I'm just like, hey, what's your goalie's nickname? Squid. Oh, okay, that's a good name. All right, cool. <laughs> the octopus is way more intimidating. That's true. So, dude, what happened to my eagles, man? What happened? Carson went through Carson went through two interceptions. My buddy, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna group with these with my uh, my brothers and close friends of ours. And he sent me a text. He's like, oh, so Remy, I heard you talking smack about your team, saying this this will be a gimme. I thought this would be a gimme game for the Eagles, but my God, man. he Carson went through two interceptions. What happened? <laughs> Their offensive line right now is so beat up, and it's really hard to tell if Carson Wentz is the problem or not because he doesn't have any time to throw. He's trying to be a magician, and uh, he just seems like his focus is out of whack. His confidence isn't there. His weapons aren't that good. They drafted a wide receiver in the first round and Jalen Rager, and he hasn't been able to get on the field consistently. Alshon Jeffrey's not able to get out there. Mm-hmm. His best receivers are his two tight ends. It's just not been ideal for Carson Wentz. It's, right. I don't think that the pieces around him are very good, and he's not doing what he needs to do to make what he does have around him better. You know, like you're seeing that with Cam Newton. He's working with very little, but he's making all those guys work. He's been phenomenal since joining the Patriots. Yeah. But Carson Wentz, oh, there's real reason for concern, so I'm sorry that you're an Eagles fan. Because uh, this is not a team I feel good about right now. I know, but hey, you know, once a fan, always a fan. That's why I tell my 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 buddies, my friends, they go, "Why are you an Eagles fan?" I'm like, well, for one thing, my brother he got me hooked on the Eagles when I was 13, 14 years old, and I stuck I stuck with them ever ever since. So that's you know what a fan is. You stay with your team no matter what. If it's a a win or a loss, you stay with your team. No, like no matter. Exactly. That's how you end up with that payoff of a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and yep. you get you get to enjoy it all. You get to enjoy all of those celebrations because you mm-hmm. stuck with your team throughout the hard times. That's what the good fans do. But I'm kind of happy that uh, my wife, she's a huge New Orleans Saint fan, and I'm happy that her team beat the crap out of uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Those two teams are going to be pretty neck and neck throughout the year. I think they're a lot more evenly matched than that game showed. Tom Brady just clearly wasn't on the same as wide receivers yet. They hadn't actually played a game together. The mm-hmm. Saints, this Saints team has been together in this form for like five years. So there's just a lot more cohesion there. But I think you look at the way Tampa Bay played in their second game against Carolina, they're going to be really, really good. And, yeah. and then the Saints dropped the games of the Raiders. So I think that these two teams are going to be are going to be neck and neck throughout the season. Right. Hey, I got a quick question, man. Uh, I heard you have a you have a newborn. Is that correct? You got that right. My nice, man. Nice. I, I heard you on the uh, the Colbert show on Monday. I'm like, 
Oh, he has a kid. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his name's Owen. My little bundle of joy. He's uh, he's amazing, and uh, it's been uh, it's been a real blessing for me. So who's uh so who's his team? Well, uh, I'm a Dolphins fan, so he's got to adopt whoever his dad cheers for. So there you go, man. <laughs> Dolphins. So I was reading this article on a uh, ESPN uh, earlier today. Uh, says it, now this article came out on the 21st. Uh, NFL finds Broncos Vic uh, Fangio, Seahawks Pete Carell, and 49ers Kyle uh, Shanahan for a hundred and thousand thousand dollars each for mask non-compliance. What does that mean? So these guys have been asked on the sidelines to wear a mask, no matter what, at any moment, and uh, that's what you're supposed to do throughout the course of the game. And these coaches are not doing that. I guess I feel like it maybe be points and have gone about their and not wear of that they've been asked to. And um, that's what's led to the fines. But I mean, I understand where these coaches are coming from. Like they're tested constantly. They know they don't have the virus. They take their mask off. They're yelling into air. And, uh, and so they feel like it's unnecessary. I think the NFL is doing this because the, it looks good. I mean, they want to be a positive influence. A lot of kids are watching, and um, and you should be wearing a mask, and they want to be on the right side of this. Yeah. So that's what it's about. I mean, it's really just about perception. It's not like they're actually preventing anybody from getting the virus because these guys are tested constantly. Oh, yeah. So that's what it's about. Uh, which, uh, which, two, which two NBA teams do you think is going to make it to the uh, very last game of the, uh, of the season? Well, we've only got four left. I'm yep. going to go with the Lakers. Uh, making it out of the West, and uh, and I still think the Celtics are going to beat the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Ooh. So I think we're going to Celtics final. We'll oh. see what happens tonight. The Heat play the Celtics, but, um, and then we'll go from there. Oh, I cannot, I cannot wait, man. If the Lakers and the Celtics go head to head, oh, didn't uh, Magic uh, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird had a rival against each other? Yep. Yeah, and then you saw even into the mid 2000s or the 2010 when Kobe Bryant, Pau Gasol, they would go up with the uh, up against the Paul Pierce, Kevin at Celtics, and we've seen over generations the Lakers versus Celtics in the in the finals. So yeah. it's one of the great rivalries in NBA history for sure. Oh yeah. All right, man. So this is my this is my last question. I know my buddy is not here with me talking about sports because he doesn't really like sports that much, but I do. Uh, Michael Jordan. Now, if I now if I heard this correctly, he's joining NASCAR with uh, Bubba Wallace. Yes. What? Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a big deal. You get Michael Jordan involved in anything, his branding is phenomenal. And anything he puts his name behind is going to be a little bit more valuable because of it. So it's great for NASCAR. And they need all the diversity that they can get as we move forward past 20. But why NASCAR? Why can't, why can't, go, why can't Michael Jordan just go to hockey? You know, help uh, like his North Carolina team out or help out, you know, I don't know, man. He, he, he chose NASCAR. Out of all the other sports, I mean, he played golf, he played baseball, he was a great basketball basketball player. I mean, he still is, but all of a sudden, I think a little spark in his head goes, you know what? I'm gonna drive a car around the track as fast as I can, and you know what? I'm gonna come up with my own brand and help out 
uh, Bubba Wallace. But I mean, why NASCAR? Why, why that specific sport for Michael Jordan? Well, he's a he's a Charlotte guy. He lives in North Carolina, and uh, NASCAR is huge in that city. So he's probably a bigger fan than we realize. I guess so, man. Uh, but hey, it was it was great hearing from you, man. Uh, I know we got cut it a little short tonight, uh, but hey, we will love to have you back on our program. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Remy. My pleasure, man. Guys, that was that was Brendan Kravis. You can hear him on 96.9 The Game, and you can hear him on the Jim Colbert Show on Mondays on Real Radio 104.1. Guys, we like to give a huge shout out to uh, the Cricket Can Brewing Company for Beer School. Uh, our beer today was Wild Little Thing from Sierra Nevada. Uh, if you guys want to give them a shout out, please give them a, uh, go to our website at cricketcan.com. Uh, for more information, you guys give them for operational hours, give them a call at 407-395-9520. And uh, we also like to say thank you so much to uh, the voice of Roger Rabbit for giving us a shout out, Mr. Charles Flesher. And uh, we also like to give a huge shout out to, once again, our baking guru, Miss Mandy Wilcox uh, from Ginger's Baking Company. You guys can find her and her delicious baked goods on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, if you guys like to place an order, uh, just go under to add Ginger's Bake Baking Co. Uh, to place an order. And uh, you guys will enjoy these delicious baked goods. From the beha- on the behalf of myself, I would say thank you so much. My name is Remy, and with me is my co-host, the Dreamer Zand, and our baking guru, Miss Mandy Wilcox. Guys, thank you so much for listening. You have been listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. We'll see. We'll see everybody next week. Take care.